Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. <laughs> B-F-F-T. From the Pac West Center in downtown Portland, presented by High Caliber Millwrights, here's John Canzano with the bald-faced truth. I don't want anybody walking around feeling like, you know what, something's on my mind, something's bothering me. I don't want anybody going into the weekend feeling like they, uh, you know, they got something on their chest. They need to get off their chest. I want you to have a clear conscience. I want you to have a clear mind. I want you to feel like, um, you know, if you are going into this weekend or next week or whatever it is that you are about to do. What is this, Friday? Yeah. I say that every day. I wake up and I go, what day is this? (laughs) But... I want you to have a clear mind. And so, coming up, we're going to play What's Your Peeve. So if you have something you just need to get off your chest, you're going to be better for it. Your family's going to thank you. They're going to thank me for letting, giving you the platform to vent. And by the way, your venting, I often found, I have found that it's contagious, you know, and I think there's a there's a positive way to do this. You can vent. You can say this is bothering me. Maybe some other people who are going through the same thing or encountering the same thing with coworkers or neighbors or friends or family or kids or whatever it's bothering you. Their sports teams. Uh, maybe they can relate to it a little bit. And we do that. And we call we call it what's your peeve. We're not going to officially do that. So don't fire the benchmark now, um, Stephen. But I here's what I will offer you. You can line up now if you want to go first, 503-417-7575. Because Kelly Graves, the University of Oregon women's basketball coach, is going to go first. We're going to dial him up here in a minute because he texted me yesterday and he said, hey, when you do that segment where people rant, maybe we should call it what's your rant, you know? Maybe the branding isn't working. But when you do that segment, he says, I, want, I, got, I got one. I want to come on. So uh, he's going to be joining us here in a moment. Guys, we can dial him up now if you want. We'll get it, get it ready. He's standing by. And we can, uh, we'll bring Kelly Graves on. But then you get an opportunity to go as well. So if you're sitting there and you're going, you know what? I got a neighbor who's bothering me, and this is why they leave their trash cans out. Uh, I got a roommate, and... Here's, the, here's my roommate problem. Maybe your roommate problem is that your roommate makes oatmeal and leaves it in a bowl on the countertop every day. And your whole thing is, I wonder how many days we can leave that bowl of oatmeal there before the roommate notices that it's sitting there. Maybe that's your peeve. And maybe by you coming on this show, somebody else who leaves their oatmeal laying around hears it and goes, oh, I do that too. I wonder if that's bothering somebody. See, this is a public service is really in its best form. So Kelly Graves is the University of Oregon women's basketball coach, and he's a man of the world, okay? That's what I call him. He's, he's, he's in the world, cares about kids. He's a coach. He's a teacher. He's a dad. He's a husband. 
and he's got some things to share. But if you want to line up and share your peeve, 503-417-7575 is the phone number. Grab a line now. Kelly Graves is going to go first. He's joining us now. Hey, you got a big game Sunday. <laughs> How are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. You got me batting leadoff here on the uh, subject today, huh? Well, I want to leave you lots of room, you know, because I don't know. Oh. This is this is bothering you yesterday, <laughs> and I figured. Well, you might... <laughs> what does it on? say when something is bothering me, and you're the first person I think of? <laughs> maybe it's me. That's a good position to be in, big guy. Is it me? Is this an intervention? Well, <laughs> yeah, maybe. You know? I don't know. I was on the road recruiting. It it it. it Oh, it bothers me to no end, and I, I'm, you know, I got it a couple times in the PKI. I go to the, uh, many of the Blazer games now, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, somebody will come up and they they shake your hand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's great, but they've they've just slathered a bunch of like cologne all mm-hmm. over themselves, and they never wash their hand. And it just bugs the holy living you-know-what out of me because now I smell like it. And I'm very smell-sensitive. And it's like, please, just, you know, wash your hands after you put stuff all over you. And it's never the good (laughs) stuff. It's like Brute Fabergé or Elsha. You're too young to remember Elsha. No, I remember more like Dracar. Remember that one? Uh, And then there was – I'm trying to think. I'm not a cologne guy either because I don't like the smells – I actually, if I wear a bunch of cologne, I'll get congested. It, it bothers me. Yeah, same. See, uh, the same. So yesterday I, I go, and it happened twice to me. So that happened in the airport. So I had to go wash my hand off, and then you don't totally get it off you, right? And then you go to the rental car, and this is the one that gets me. The same guy, right, Mr. Mm-hmm. Wear Too Much Cologne, yep. it's on the seatbelt, so when you put the seatbelt over you, and I had a 45-minute drive from the airport to the gym I was going to, and I had to smell that the whole way, and then it was on my clothes. And it's just like, God, you guys, just take a shower, right? Well, take a just, shower. You don't need to cover up bad odor with worse odor. Take a shower. Uh, but also, yeah. if you're going to put cologne on, you don't need to overwhelm the room, right? If you want to wear exactly. your cologne, exactly. Allow people in the room to escape from it. Exactly. If you if you you want so little that the only a person who's going to snuggle up next to you, you know, is going to mm-hmm. smell it, and it should never, never be transferred from one person to another. That's just you know. All right. So I was okay. thinking about that. Yeah, I got hit twice with the same thing that that I hate. So, but you're in this position where people see you. You're recognizable. You know, they know you from coaching. They're going to want to come up and shake your hand. But you are I've often wondered, like, you're probably not always in the mood to do that. What do you do? Do you know Do you know? just, hey, that comes with the territory? Even if I'm not in the mood, i got to be on? Yeah, John, you know me. I enjoy it. I like it. I like engaging with people because uh, I can be folksy. I don't take myself too seriously, uh, things like that. i got no problem. Just expect more fist bumps. I'm not going to do the handshaking as much. I really, you know, it's it's funny. The one spot I get hit up more than any is Costco. I, I have to plan an extra 10 to 15 minutes in Costco right. because for whatever reason, that's where people will grab me and start talking and, you know, and it's okay. I, I, I like it. I like people coming up and saying hello. So there are a lot of fans out there. 
What are you getting in Costco? What's Kelly Graves buying in Costco? Or you just like being in there? Half the time, I just go look. Mm. I just want to see what they got, you know? And uh, I get a lot of batteries for whatever reason. Uh, I love their muffins. That's why I'm built like I am. So I get those a lot. Um, Coffee pods, you know, the usual, the guy, the usual. It's uh, really interesting to me. There's a store called Lush. Have you you know this store? It's in the mall. It it's like bath bombs. Uh, my oldest daughter will like you know. Oh, I love that store, Lush. I can't even walk through the doors. It's the smell is so pungent, and it's not a bad smell. It's just overwhelming smell. Yeah. You would not do well in Lush. No, no. You know the worst time of my life, John. And you've passed this. Well, no, no. Actually, no, no. You're still in it. It's when your kids, you know, and I had three boys, and they played sports. And kids now don't shower after practice and stuff. So they put that Axe body armor stuff on them. <laughs> yes. So strong. And then when, you're, when it's your day to drive the kids home, you've got like four teenagers in there. Just, I'm telling you, it's the worst smell you've ever smelled. Have you had to go through that? Yeah, I I do it because I'm interviewing athletes, and it's your athletes, and it's the football players, and it's the basketball players who, by the way, don't shower after the game. They just come out, and they will just drench themselves in that spray, and then they come out for an interview, and I'm like, ugh. Like, you yeah, know, when, no, did, when did that stop bad. happening? When did people stop showering after games? I, yeah, I don't know. I know we're it's kind of a weird turn we've taken here, but... I, I don't know, I, and I don't get it, you know. I just I don't get it. And, um, yeah, kids now are just, a, I think, a little more private. You need to have a psychologist on here, uh, I, and they can they can help you out. I was in junior high, and I had a junior high coach, Coach McConnon, and he was old school. He'd been there like 100 years, and he was good, and he he same thing. He was like, you guys need to shower. Nobody showered. We all got the hell out of there. Like, it was, I don't know. Everybody got shy, and everybody's like, nope, we're not showering. We're running for the hills. <laughs> yeah, well, you're younger than me. My generation, yeah. you had to. You'd get hit with the paddle if you didn't. You know, if they found out, that was, and it was hanging right there on the wall. So you knew you were going to get it, and then they would drill holes in it. Remember that? Yeah, no, I don't remember the paddle. I okay, missed that. Okay, thank goodness. Be, yeah. be grateful, because they would drill holes in it to give it a little extra steam. My goodness <laughs> sakes. They're corking the bat, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Hey, Kelly, but we're still we're still here, man. We're still here, and teaching today's youth. So, all right, tell me. Let's talk about today's youth yeah. because you you know you, if you grew up on a paddle, you can't use a paddle now. You have to use a carrot, no. and you have to. You know, otherwise, your kids are all jumping in the portal. How has coaching changed? Well, I, uh, I spoke to a group the other day, and here's, here's a quick one-liner for you. It used to be that when the coach said, jump, you would go, how high? And now they respond, mm -hmm. why? You know, uh, it's just different nowadays. And, uh, you know, even with the NCAA, we have rules, John. You know, I can't punish kids. Let's say they've missed a tutor or they were late for class or, you know, whatever the case may be, and you want to discipline them. You can't use physical punishment anymore. I can't get them here at 7 a.m. and run them. You know, I've done that. We had a, when I was at Gonzaga, we had a couple of recruits, and and uh, our team took them out and showed them a good time one night. You know, we had a rule: no drinking on on recruiting visits. And I found out that they did, and 
one of our one of the recruits decided not to come to our place because of that. It really turned her off. And uh, so I had the whole team show up at 6 a.m. Uh, the next morning, we did 20 suicides in 20 minutes. And, you know, about half of them uh, finished and half of them didn't. And they're puking in the garbage cans and, and everything else. I can't do that kind of stuff anymore. You know, that's, that's out, outlawed. It's banned. So, you know, you have to get creative. You know, they have to clean the weight room or, you know, whatever the case may be. So there can be no punishment that is sort of physical labor. You can withhold playing time, though, right? I mean, you can say, hey, you're not going to play. You missed practice. You're not playing. I guess you can. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm just talking about the kind of the day-to-day yeah. stuff that might right. need a little bit of discipline, like you would do at home. Yeah. Yeah, we're running liners over here right after the show. <laughs> Give me a break. we got oh, three daughters over here. You are, uh, huh? All right, if Anna's so, not, if she doesn't really bring it in that last hour, you put her on the line, huh? Uh, you know, she, no, she's the one. I'm on the line. <laughs> I'm the one running. Okay. Come on. Right, let me ask you, uh, Sunday, you got a big game coming up. It's Beavers, Ducks, always huge. Uh, how are you feeling? Um, I, I would feel better if it wasn't finals. You know, we haven't had a great week of practice because, you know, kids are tired. But guess what? They're having finals, too. So uh, it's it's both of us. It's just a little different because we normally play in one week during the conference season you know that's a that great rivalry where we have packed houses both nights so a little unique that we're doing it december uh but it's an important game because it's a conference game we just aren't used to having it this early so um but i think we're playing well i we're healthy we're in a good spot so i there there's no and i'm not one of those coaches that that makes uh, finals an excuse. And you know, you've interviewed probably a ton over the years. Well, we had finals. I always laugh at that. Well, you're playing another college. They're having finals too. I mean, everybody's got finals. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. But, uh, it'll be a good game. They're really good. I, I like his team. And, uh, and you know, Scott Ruick, I, I think he's the best coach in the conference and um, you know, they, they run their stuff and they prepare really well. And, and they're not going to beat themselves. you got to beat them. You guys are playing well, though. I mean, I'm looking at, you know, since really in that North Carolina game, you were right in there with them right before Thanksgiving. And then, you you know, you get Michigan State, you get Portland. That's a good that's a good program. And you beat them good. Now you are home against Oregon State uh, on Sunday. Um, you you feel like this team could do something special, or at what point of the season do you sort of get a, you know, in the NBA we always talk about twenty five games. How many games do you need to know? Oh, I think I know. I think we're capable of beating anybody on any given night, and I'm talking about anybody. I truly do. Now we we don't have a, a big margin for error because we we have a short uh, a bench, so to speak, which is nine players. So everybody's got to bring it each night. Um, and, and we're still pretty young in some spots. And so they're going to have off nights, but we do have some senior guards or, uh, experienced guards, and that's always a good thing. So I really like this group. I do. You and I have talked before and you know how excited I am about them. And, and I think we're going to continue to grow and Filipina Che in the middle for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, my goodness, she's, she's getting better every day you see improvements. So if she can give us some really quality minutes and continue to defend and rebound like she is, then, you know, we've got a chance to be pretty good. I, I uh, was pretty early in my career, but I was covering Indiana basketball as a beat reporter, and Bob Knight was the coach. And 
he would get in games like some of the games you've had this season that were blowouts, but he used some of those moments as opportunities to put his younger players and see them maybe with uh, some of the ones. And also he would occasionally put some pressure on his players. He, you know, I remember him getting Kirk Haston, the big, big man, uh, his center. He was a freshman and he called timeout. He was shooting a free throw in a meaningless situation. He called timeout and he kind of barked at him in the huddle. And he says, if you miss these free throws, we're all running after the game. And, <laughs> I, and then I asked him afterward, I said, why did you do that to Haston? And he said, I wanted him to, feel some pressure there was no pressure in the game we were ahead by like 30 it do you what do you do in a game when you're up like 40 or 30 and you know you're trying to get something of value out of it aside from a win yeah well you know i get letters and emails from a lot of people who think they can do my job better and maybe a lot of them can uh one of the things i get from time to time a fan will say man coach you guys were up 40 how can you still getting on them and I always felt my job is to coach for 40 minutes because those kids that are playing at the end of the game deserve the same kind of coaching. And like you said, pressure or whatever, um, you know, I, I don't really look at the score. I, I, I really don't. And uh, I'm going to coach until that, that final horn goes off. And, you know, if that roughs, uh, ruffles some, some people's feathers, then, then so be it. But I think it's important to – to coach your kids the whole time. I do not believe in garbage time or whatever you want to call it, mop-up time. I just don't. And I've already said that a couple times this year to the team. Yeah, they get a little loose with a couple passes. You know, maybe they try to make that fancy pass when they they didn't need to. Uh, I just, I, I don't like that. So, and I, I think that in the end makes you better. You know, there's just never an off moment. And I never worry about the score for way up, John. You know, uh, Bobby Bowden said it best. You know, when someone asked him about a blowout one time, he said, hey, it ain't Florida State's job to stop Florida State. Mm. You know, we're going to keep playing hard. You should. Yeah, you should, because I think it's disrespectful to the other team if you come in and go, look, we need to make five passes before we take a shot. Or you nah. do, you know, you, you sort of get away from what you do. And you're not getting something out of that. You need to continue to play, and, and it's disrespectful, I think, to the other team. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, I'm I'm uh, I'm excited. I hope we have a good crowd. It's it's uh, you know kind of a non-traditional time to play the Beavers, but uh, hopefully the the Duck fans and the Beaver fans come out in force. All right. And so Sunday this, uh, is a nationally recognized rivalry in women's basketball among the three or four best in the country. And, um, you know, hopefully we have that same kind of spirit for this one. Sunday, 4 o'clock, Matthew Knight Arena, Oregon State, visiting Oregon. Big event. Do not wear cologne, but show up and check it out. <laughs> yeah. If you come shake my hand after the game, hopefully a victorious handshake. Yeah. yeah please. You know, you know what you reminded me of? The uh, When I was covering Tark, uh, not to name drop a bunch of guys that I was covering, but one day I'll say when I was covering Kelly Graves, uh, but Tark, Tark had those guys from Vegas around him. They were all coloned up. They had their chains oh. and their chest hair out, and you know it was that oh. crew. That's uh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I, I I remember those days. Yep. All right, Kelly Graves. Good all luck right, Sunday. Buddy. Thank you for popping on. I hope you all feel better now. All the best for the family. And okay. Happy holidays, my friend. All right, there he is. Merry Christmas, Kelly Graves. There he goes. Uh, no cologne. Okay, around around Kelly Graves. So line up now. What is your peeve? You heard his peeve. He doesn't want you to wear a bunch of cologne around him. What is your peeve? You get a chance to weigh in. 503-417-7575. Tell me what bothers you. 
We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, Truth. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.